0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko. Joining me as always, he is the dashing and debonair, handsome and hot. I don't know, that, that that last part fell a little bit. My apologies. He's the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Mike, it's you. It's me. Hello, hello. How
1: I are you, good girls. sir? Uh, good, good. Terrific. Yeah,
0: I'm good. I uh, but it's been a couple weeks,
1: yeah. And you know, what's funny is last night I was looking at the um, like the podcast and I was like, Wait, did we forget to post it? And then I was like, Oh, wait, no, we didn't do one. That's right, because so I think it was last Friday we were going, oh, no, whatever day it was, maybe last Friday we were going to do one, but it was i know you were tired so it was like last uh, thursday 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 that's after
0: right. you got done watching thor thunder and love that's right uh, and you got home actually earlier than i anticipated but i was i was tuckered out man yeah. so i was like oh, let's just let's just hold off yeah. because i did not so let, let's back up let's go back a couple weeks uh so i got older Since last we got together, I had, I had a birthday, um, big 4.0, the big 4.0. And I got to tell you from a guy who used to work in a grocery store and like wives, you know, 20, whatever years ago, and you know, women would come in and they'd be getting like gag gifts and things like that. Black balloons and, and adult diapers and, and things like that. Like, (laughs) I didn't feel any older when I turned 40 than I did when I was 39. The, th- the same things hurt knees and back, you know, uh, things like that. The same things hurt on Tuesday that hurt on Monday. But I got a message, an old Facebook messenger message from best friend of the show, Josh. And best friend of the show, Josh messaged me. He said, when's the next time you're going into Twilight Comics once, Illinois? I said, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what all I did uh, for work on on Tuesday the fifth. I said, I don't know. Um, I might pop in there today. He said, Yeah, you should definitely pop in that today. And I said, What did you do? And he said, You know, for a, a nerd, your pull folder is kind of puny and pathetic or something like that. He's <laughs> like, You only had like less than ten dollars worth of stuff in there. I said, What? I said, I only have you know a couple books that I read. You know, regularly everything else, you know, straight paperbacks that I I, uh, catch off the shelf. I said, "What did you do?" He's like, "Happy birthday." I said, "You shouldn't have. Whatever you did, you shouldn't have." He said, "I didn't do anything." So I get there, I see Tim, and Tim was the one who talked to Josh. So Tim pulls out the two issues that I had, which, uh, as I again, this is great. I look at the camera for something that's not at all video anymore. (laughs) Uh, but it, it was uh, uh, issue six of 10 of Batman the Night. Okay, nice. nice. And issue nine, I think of 12 of Berserker. Ooh, okay, and he's like, here perfect. you go. Here's you go. Uh, Josh called in and, and bought these for it. I said, oh, well, you know that he shouldn't have. That was a foolish thing for him to do. You know, <laughs> whatever. Um, that's not all that Josh did. I don't know if I told you this. I don't think so. Man. Josh also had Tim. He, I, I guess Josh didn't want to do a, a transaction over the phone for something that might be like eight bucks. Right. <laughs> so Josh bought me in, in his generosity, a gift card to Twilight comics. Okay. Uh, so I used that that day I was there. So I'll, I'll show you what, what I acquired. I acquired a trade paperback, uh, something that is old, and uh uh but something that's kind of classic. So I got and I've read it before, but I'd never owned it. Okay so I picked up Batman, A Death in the Family. Nice. Uh, which is of course the death of his mom. Jason Todd. His mom, but his mom dies also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his then dad too. That's that's all, all true statements you're making. <laughs> 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 uh and then I, I grabbed a new one. I said Tim, you know, take, take me someplace I've never been before type of thing. You know, right. he said, well, do you like wrestling? I said, I used to, I, yeah. I like the idea mostly as I found out. And I think we've talked about, I, I enjoyed just hanging out with the guys, right. You know, and, and visiting. So this is from image uh, comics and it's called do a power And it is issue one. It is a uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. And Mike Spicer, and I haven't read it yet, but I'm going out of town next week, so should be some quality reading time. Yeah. So that's what I got last week. And Very guess cool. where I went today, Mike? Where did you go? Twilight Comics. Twilight. Know. Nice. <laughs> and because uh, I had I had asked Tim that same day, mm-hmm. I said, I didn't know that this book was done, you know, like I, I had bought a couple issues but I didn't know it had ever reached a conclusion because they're double issues and so instead of like a, a six issue arc it was only three because they're double I said can you look at it? Can you see if if we couldn't determine if i had i don't know if the system was down we couldn't determine if I bought issue three. I couldn't had, I didn't have any recollection so I said drop right. the trade paper back in my folder if I can't find it I'll just buy the trade and he's like that's silly you already own one and two we know that much well they found number 3 okay so today I swung by I acquired and tonight I read mike batman the last night on earth interesting if you do you remember any any of me talking about this this is like the first Issue is is a Batman Bruce Wayne Batman carrying around Joker's head in a oh, in a uh-oh. jar, uh-oh. so it is pretty wild and 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 the I I feel like you know there's a lot of good story that leads up to the Act Three climax. I felt like no offense to uh, Scott Snyder who's done a ton of terrific Batman work. Felt like the climax fell a little short, or maybe felt a little rushed. Uh, okay, um, okay. And I also got one of our new faves. Moon Knight. Oh. The complete think, Brian Michael Bendis collection. I believe I have that
1: one actually. Well, you should have said so. No. <laughs> I in fact, I think might have talked about it on here. I can't I can't remember if that's the one or
0: not. I, I recall that you had something on your shelf, but I don't remember exactly what it was. So so I've got uh I've got some good readings ahead for the next week, Mike.
1: No, mine's uh, slightly different. Mine is a Jeff Lemire. complete mm, But also I thought I thought I had two of them.
0: I know you got one downstairs. I saw it. So fun yes. note. Earlier this week, I popped in and visited and hung out with Mike for yes. an hour, half hour, hour something like that on a random Wednesday morning. So thank yeah. you, Mike, for your hospitality. Uh, it was great to see you in the flesh. Yes. Yes, it was good. We hey, hang
1: out. We actually we talked about the the Thor movie, which we'll talk about here later on. Talked about a little bit.
0: So, yeah,
1: kind of kind of have we kind of already know what our points are for, for at least a little bit of it. Now we're going to tell the
0: world it is time. Yeah. I mean, a week has gone by. I, as, as we, I was kind of alluding to last week with the craziness, I had my usual like matinee ticket purchased to go in the afternoon when I should be working, when other people are working and knowing that my wife and I were going out of town Oh, you're muted. You know, you cough and then you think that uh, you, you hit the cough button back on. Yeah. So, so uh, my wife and I were going out of town on Friday. I had the ticket to watch it Thursday afternoon and I texted her on Wednesday. I said, hey, when we get where we're going, you want to go watch Thor? She said, sure. So I, you know, got a, a, a refund on the the ticket that I would purchased and we went and saw it. Friday night down in uh, Branson, Missouri. All the great shows you can go see, the live entertainment in Branson, and we went and watched Thor. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what I would do. That's so, so it's another reason why I'm glad. Why you know we 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 can we can spoil. It's been out a week now. We can spoil oh, yeah. it, and yeah, I, I I feel like you'll you'll be appreciative of that. But we'll do that later in the show. Yeah. So that if you haven't seen it yet, Josh. Uh, you know, we'll tell you exactly when you can turn the show off. Yes. So, Mike, did you do any reading? Um, I
1: finished Captain Marvel. I had that Captain Marvel, I think it was like 1 through 12, I believe. Let's say it is. Um, good story. And then I am working on uh, Spider-Man A Day in the Life, which is actually a couple short stories of Spider-Man, which I like. The first one was a about uh chameleon hmm. and um trying to get back here yeah about chameleon and the only thing that uh is it's a little um I don't I don't like it too much is like I said there's source stories and like the first two stories also met- mention his um like the, his his origin no oh. like I, I don't really need these in the same book but besides that yeah it's good because I, I I really like spider man
0: is that no. uh, a more recent book that came out? I, I don't
1: know, to be honest with you, and I and I've been looking around like, for a date.
0: I feel like there was an anthology done like maybe last year that Mark Bernard of Fat Man Beyond Fame uh, contributed to, where in in his story Peter never got bit by the spider, and you know just had to become a photographer for the Daily Beagle
1: I wasn't even aware that one because I know which one you're talking about I wasn't even aware that one was out yet or that he had had finished it I mean he he might have um no it it doesn't say what year it came out but I I also don't see anything for Mark Bernard but yeah because I remember him talking about that and I you know I'll like I think I've said this on the podcast I'll trust him but that doesn't sound like a good story to me because what if, you know, if, if he never got bit by a spider, I don't know, just average high school kid that does average high school stuff. I don't like getting bit by the spider made him cool. So, you know, but uh, but I Mark's a really good storyteller. So, you know, I'll, I'll 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 wait and see.
0: I think that one came out last year.
1: Was it last year it came out? Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll have to, I'll to maybe might've... try and find that. It might have been rather than like a collection of short stories, it might have been a standalone issue. So,
1: yeah, I, I had a feeling it was going to be standalone.
0: Do we know the name of it? I did. And then I closed out of that tab. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. No big deal. Let us see. Peter Parker in the Amazing shutterbug
1: okay i mean i guess maybe you just really good at pictures now okay i mean you know
0: must be right yeah (sighs) well take us uh take us someplace mike
1: well um recently i think it was on the sixth so not too recently really Maybe it was eleventh. I can't remember when it was. Anyway, uh, Kevin Smith put out his trailer for Clerks Three, which we have both seen. Uh, I actually i I was surprised at how much I liked it, and I'm looking forward to seeing it once when it's on
0: streaming. <laughs> Are you an an old school Kevin Smith fan? Like, did yeah, you did I, you I deep so. dive the View stuff?
1: I remember I remember when Clerks, I don't know if it was when Clerks came out necessarily, but I remember a couple of friends talking about how good Clerks was. I think I watched it. Um, I know I've seen it since, but, mm-hmm. you know, when they were talking about it, I I, I know for sure I saw, you know, Clerks 2 and I think Dogma was probably, Dogma, or actually no, Mallrats. Mallrats was probably my first Real like like introduction into into Kevin Smith. I think I probably watched Mallrats first before I
0: saw Clarks even. I'm trying to remember exactly what order I watched them in. Dogma came out when I was what I we were. I want to say that one came out in '99. Sounds and I, right. And and I, as I go back, I remember there was a. a I don't know if you know this. Uh, and I'm not casting stone or, you know, casting aspersions, um, but, but the Catholic church tends to make mountains out of molehills Sometimes That's that true. That is true. Um, for example, the only reason that I ever read the Da Vinci code was because there was a lot of hubbub about blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm curious. Uh, yeah. Similarly, someone that I worked with at the grocery store in, in town, had said like, you know, really like, oh, this this dogma movie is so so, you know, ugh. you know, like clutching clutching his pearls there. And I was curious, but I didn't I never watched it until I was either in college or sometime after college. Uh, a friend of mine was super into Kevin Smith, so had like Mall Rats, uh, you know, dogma, I think chasing Amy. Uh, right. a, a, one of his friends who actually became one of my real good friends and eventually one of my groomsmen, uh, is is nicknamed Brody, uh, from okay. mall rats okay. fame, yeah. Uh, and Clerks was right up there. You know, they're, they are great moments from each. Um, and and I was I was so in like in that zone mm-hmm. that I used to have the Clerks cartoon on DVD. Okay, I've All never seen the six Clerks episodes. Cartoon.
1: Yeah, I never, I've never seen the clerks. Uh, I, don't, I, I really was with Kevin Smith. I probably got into Kevin Smith really into him, uh, not because of his movies, but because of his like Q and As that he would do. Because he would do these long, and it's, and I, I still have the DVDs that he, he had out, um, like an evening with Kevin Smith mm-hmm. and evening with Kevin Smith, the evening harder stuff like that. Um, I I those were one of the few uh, DVDs I had, and I would so I'd always be watching them, and it's it's kind of funny because like obviously like Kevin is uh you know famous for making movies, he's also like uh that, I, he's kind of a little bit crude sometimes you know, but like in a funny way you know, and I watch these uh, uh um Q and As and the people that are asking the questions. Are just like they're they're trying to be like sexually overt because that's his humor. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, no, you you can't go up and be like, "Hey, Kevin, I want to suck your dick right now." Like that's you can't make that joke because right. you know we don't know you. We know Kevin. You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, but as as far as uh, the 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 Clerks three though the trailer goes. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed it. it. It's for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's he he wrote the story about him having a heart attack. That's that's what the the, the story is going to be, which he he has he has said before. That's that's what the plot is. It's you know, uh, Randall, I believe. Randall. Um, yep. Yeah, I always get Randall and Dante mixed up.
0: Dante um, goatee and works at uh, Quick Stop. Randall, yeah. no goatee, works at or worked at. Uh, rts video or rst video rst i believe yeah yeah
1: so he has has, uh, has a uh, heart attack and then realizes that he wants to make a movie about his his life as a clerk. so especially they're you know writing clerks and stuff
0: yeah I, they, it, there's so much taken uh, i think uh, and i didn't mean to cut you off the Mike. so i apologize no, no, you're fine. but no. after the trailer came out and and i think uh kev kevin uh, uh addressed this on a more recent episode of fat man beyond and he said that like somebody was trying to be critical and saying like do you realize that every 15 movies four of them are about making movies um and because there's um uh, uh there's jane silent bob strike back jane silent bob reboot there is yeah. uh zach and Miri make a porno oh, and yeah. and now clerks three and mm-hmm. you know i guess with the exception of making a porno but you know the way i the way he responded to that and my takeaways he's just writing what he knows, you know, exactly. I mean, he's writing from his kind of life experience, his point of view. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, like maybe somebody out there thinks that he should expand his, his parameters, but he'd be the first to tell you, you know, what I don't want to do is direct a Marvel movie. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, So, I mean, it's like, Hey, you got your wheelhouse, man. You got your comfort zone, stay in it. You got your, you got your base. You got your fan base, your, your foundation that's going to support you no matter what. And, uh, um, you know, as as ridiculous as some of the stuff he says is, we're in his fan base. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, absolutely. I mean, with we, we spent money to go see him live
1: before. Yes, yes. Which is kind of what I'm talking about here. Uh, I, want, I don't know. And I'm curious about it. Is is this going to get like a normal theatrical release? See, that's that. I see. That's one thing I don't like. Because I'm not, because I looked into the, because I know he, do, he does like a and a like they watch, you watch the movie and then he does a QA and uh, a afterwards. But I looked into that and it was, it's like the tickets were like in some place, I don't know, St. Louis wasn't even one of them, uh, but it was like 50 bucks and up,
0: depending on what market you were in. So I know, again, this was just stated in that same episode, uh, they were talking about they had to add a second Fathom event because the first one sold out. So maybe you can find a theater around here that does participate in a fathom event. I don't know. Um,
1: I don't, I I don't think there's any of them (laughs) that do.
0: I it's like in St. Louis or something. Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, streaming. Um, Yeah, it is right here. Actually. Streaming or home video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually have the Blu-ray and digital of Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. That was a good one, too. It was. And oddly enough, you're going to get a kick. You, well, you may or may not get a kick out of this. Uh, I just put Jay and Silent Bob Reboot back on the stack of of like movies here on uh, my uh-huh. desk area, and it went right on top of Ben-Hur. So oh. very different types of movies. Yes. 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 I Just say goes so. to show you folks. I'm not a one trick pony, man. I, I'm, I'm very well-rounded and eclectic.
1: You're, you like a variety of things. That's good.
0: Thank you, Mike.
1: Thank All right. You. Other thing that we watched, I believe we, uh, you, 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 finished the boys, didn't you? I
0: did. I did. I watched it last week before we uh, jetted out of town.
1: That's what I thought. So let's talk. About the boys. Let's talk about. Everything about the boys. What did you like? What do you you like about boys? What do you like? What what, don't you like about boys? You mean the boys? Sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that all of the actors are killing it. Yes. Uh, uh, You know, from from um, uh, Jack Quaid. Mm hmm to uh, uh
1: Anthony Starr, there's Chase Crawford, there's Billy the Butcher, but he has a real name, Carl Urban. That's when I was Carl Urban, I, I was yep. getting
0: Anthony Starr. Um you know, everybody even like yeah, Chase Crawford is, is a um uh Aqua lad, um, uh, the deep. He's also <laughs> known as the deep, yeah. But even like uh, some of the maybe secondary and I don't mean like uh, like uh, Starlight you know that that actress mm-hmm. is killing it Maeve what we saw of her uh, Black Noir who didn't get a whole lot of I mean like he had a couple he, I think he had more to do in this season than any other season I was gonna um, say yeah he had um, the most to do in this season than compared to other seasons right but even like uh, like the actress who plays Ashley you know like the new mm-hmm. CEO oh, yeah, she yeah. went bananas and I, I never liked that character and I still don't like the right. character, but the actress is acting her ass off, and it, it and that's the thing across the board. The performances are all stupendous. Yes, Jensen Ackles coming in, you know, and and uh, being a Soldier Boy, definitely not the one from the comics, um, but being a Soldier Boy, and you know it's uh, revealed spoilers. That he is Homelander's daddy. Yes. Well, that was uh, an interesting twist. Uh, some genetic material got used. That was odd. Uh, did you hear that? No. Okay, good. Never mind then. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, like just. I have a feeling that they're building up Homelander up to a point that there's right. not ever going to be a way to stop him like where do you go when he is this vile evil individual like publicly yeah and nobody cares you know
1: i, I was going to say they they had the the scene where he kills the you know starlight um fan or whatever you want to call him just out in, in right public. right at the end right yeah, right yeah. at the end. And people are cheering for him. Well, at mm-hmm. least that, that group of people are cheering for him. So I I, he, I think he realizes that like, oh, maybe I don't have to play this good, wholesome, you know, American hero and have everybody love me. I can do what I want and have the small group of people like desperately love me, like huge fans. Anything I, anything I do is not going to be wrong. And.
0: Like I think I liked what I like again. I don't care for the 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 character. The character himself is just you know garbage. Oh yeah, but yeah. he's so well written, and the actor Anthony Starr is again he's nailing it because uh, he, he can change like that. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah, like uh, everything's fine, and then he you know somebody says something or he hears something because he's got. These godlike powers, and his facial expression just changes, or the tone changes, or 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 he squints a little bit more. Uh, one of my favorite scenes was when Starlight was threatening to, or maybe Starlight or Maeve, I can't remember, was threatening to reveal the uh, or uh, the plane crash video, right from yes. season one, yeah. and uh, uh, and he says, "Oh yeah, good luck doing that because that's the only thing keeping me on a leash." you know, right. or, or, you know, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he's, he's basically saying you do that and there's nothing that will hold me back. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, yeah. even though we never got there, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I think Starlight in one of her live things kind of explained it. And then, you know, she's doing the, um, the secret surveillance type, you know, she's, she's broadcasting yeah. uh, on her phone to on Instagram live or whatever. And, and everybody's getting, they're getting like the, the veil is, uh torn you know they're getting the true homelander and and they never even had to release that video so he's like yeah what are you gonna do about it you know yeah and and their best bet to stop him uh shit the bed you know yeah as as, as soon as butcher like had a change of heart he then beside it's over yeah, I, I really I liked uh, like you talked about with
1: uh Starlight secretly recording him. But then I also liked uh when he went to get his son from that house and the and the, the lady was there and he just I guess maybe he, he was expecting it now. He's like I can hear your fucking uh uh fingers fumbling all over that phone, get rid of it. Yeah, like because she was gonna do the same thing. Uh, be, in the beginning of the before the actually before the season even started, the one of the big things was uh, they were going to do the hero hero gasm episode, and that was building up to the hero gasm episode and talking about. I was oh my gosh, it was going to be so crazy and it was so wild and stuff you've never seen before, and I you know people are going to be traumatized because of it. My thoughts on it, and I asked Nolan the same thing because he saw it as well. Was like
0: okay, like yeah. It was the maybe the least interesting aspect of the whole season. Yeah, you know um, I'm, I'm not trying to bring up you know the, the other podcast that we referenced quite a bit on the show Fat man Beyond but it's like when you have uh, a itty bitty 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 superhero guy uh, mm-hmm. walking his way into a man's urethra and sneezing and blowing that sucker up ain't nothing you can do that's going to shock me anymore, you know, like they, they, um, planted that flag or unfurled that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever right away from the very beginning of season three. And so everything else after that was, it was almost unimpressive, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also, and we, I think we talked about this. I think we talked about this when you were here. I can't remember, but, uh, let's let's talk about the, the finale because there was there was the I mean I forget how many it was it was eight episodes and then I think there was a good build up you know into that eight, eighth episode and then for whatever reason that eighth episode was just a slight letdown. down where it was decided like, like at the end after I finished watching I went no oh, okay uh, I mean I'll, I'm definitely gonna watch season four but eh, okay it uh...
0: You're talking about superpower beings, mm-hmm. you know, and with the exception of, I guess, with the exception of Black Noir, most of them appear pretty damn indestructible. You know, like I thought that yeah. maybe it's because uh, Homelander didn't go for the jugular with Queen Maeve. Uh, but I mean, she stabbed him in the ear with some type of spike yeah. and it did not affect him in the least
1: no and- no that that it slowed him down a bit oh okay. that, that was that was that was the only thing that she did really that kind i mean it, even like the look on his is uh his face was like what well hold on i mean they kept fighting afterwards it, it didn't like it wasn't like a kryptonite or anything like that but it, it, it's it's sort of I said that was the only thing she did I, and she was she was going all out too on him yeah and he and, and lost an
0: eye doing it and and soldier boy I mean I, I felt like again I like Jensen Ackles I feel like yeah. Supernatural went on about 10 seasons too long um but I <laughs> yeah. liked him before that in uh, uh Smallville you know, he had a role as uh, oh, yes. Jason Teague in Smallville. So I don't hate the act, but with beside the revelation of him being Homelander's dad, I mean, all he did was blow up random people. And and we don't know where it's at. I mean, I guess that's, you know, what do you mean? All he did was blow up. Brand, you know, I just felt like there would be more, you know, I I thought there would be more, too. And maybe may I mean I'm guessing because he's the OG, he's probably not dead. And I'm sure he'll, you know, see we'll see him again in season four. I don't think we'll see. We may see Queen Maeve. You know, there's that uh like little her walking away type of sequence there at the end, um, with, with her uh partner. Um, but like nobody's really too keen on Butcher and Butcher's probably gonna die. I mean, I don't know how Butcher survives. Uh, you know, based on the science that they're saying about this temporary V and like, if he takes one more time, his head Swiss cheese and, and uh, you know, and he was showing those signs at the end of the episode. So I don't know. I, I, I almost well, feel to, to, to a point that they uh, painted themselves into a corner in a lot of ways. I, I don't
1: think they're going to have uh boys season four or, or beyond Without, without Butcher, like I, but, uh, Butcher is going to be in it for sure. And Homeland is going to be in it for sure. I'm not sure about um, Soldier Boy or not. I have a feeling that season four, either in the beginning of season four or near the end of season four, he's going to take the like permanent V, like
0: compound V. Mm.
1: Kind of like uh, what uh, Kamiko did to get her, get her powers back.
0: Do you think because you and I discussed this a couple mornings back when, when we were hanging out there uh, in person? Do you think because I was like, yeah, the the sevens down to like the two, you know, you've got mm-hmm. uh, or maybe the three, you got deep A trains running around with a new heart, albeit it's a racist yeah. heart, uh, and yeah. then Homelander, and you said, well, they could bring back uh, Black Noir, just yeah, they you know, will put put somebody else in there, and so I asked mm-hmm. you the question. In the comics, spoiler alert for something that's almost 20 years old. Uh, in the comics, at the end, Black Noir kills Homelander. And it's revealed that Black Noir, Black Noir, easy for me to say, was a clone of Homelander. Do you think that Vought, in an effort to continue that attempt at checks and balances, Say, oh no, no, black noir is fine. No, we don't know what you're, you know to the public, and brings in a new black noir who is in fact a clone of Homelander.
1: They they very well could. I'm not sure what direction really they're going with it, but I mean that the 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 beauty about having a uh, a superhero where you don't ever hear his voice or see his face or body really. Is you can put anybody in there, so yeah, mm-hmm. they very well, mm-hmm. they very well could.
0: And and Black Noir stuff that we talked about that that was you know the the extension that we got of him, all the cartoon characters and whatnot. <laughs> that was oh yes. really yeah, really fun. That was crazy, that was super.
1: One thing, and I just thought about this with the the Homelander clone thing, is what would Homelander's reaction to it be? Because even though we can't see what Black Noir looks like, obviously uh, um,
0: Homelander can. They never uh, did that in the comics,
1: right? But they did it so, in the
0: TV show. Sure, but I'm wondering. You can always put up whatever protects, you know, his face, right? I mean, you could always put some whatever he can't like Superman's lead. Superman can't see right. Whatever Homelander can't see through. You make his mask out of that, and I mean, yeah, maybe well, I mean, you, could
1: even, you could even tell Homelander a, a lie about it and be like, "Well, we." we know you're the best or something like that. So we wanted your equal and then you can. but he's, he's, he's depowered or something like that. he's not as powerful. He just looks like you. He's just not as powerful or whatever lie you could, you could try to think
0: of. I don't think this whole minor would go for that. Cause I think is a little too paranoid. Yeah. And he plays that paranoia. Ter- terrifically. So, Oh yeah. Well, let's shift gears to another show that wrapped up its first season uh since the last time we talked and that would be on Disney plus Ms. Marvel. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I went in I don't want to say skeptical. Okay. I went in knowing that I am not the target demographic for this right same same show. This is you know it it's I, I'm trying to not be, you know, like a, a dick about it, but I'm like, the show doesn't look like me, you know? And maybe because of that, I enjoyed it so much. Oh yeah. I really
1: enjoyed it. Did. I, I, yeah, I, I went in similar to you, not that it doesn't look like me, but more like it's very young. They're very young. Right. Which I mean, obviously most, a lot of comic books, are for a lot younger audience, really? But as I knew that, but then I, I I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed not the. I mean, they changed her power slightly instead of her like her actually becoming. You know, it, I think they're calling it a beginning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her her being able to stretch. You know, her actual skin and stuff like that. It's uh, almost like a construct. That's right. it, but that, that's such a slight change that it. it it wasn't like, okay, all of a sudden they just gave her the ability to breathe underwater. That's her new power. You know, it didn't that, change it so so wildly.
0: It was the the idea of her powers is almost as good as Green Lantern. Um,
1: it is very Green Lantern like. I think Green Lantern could probably do a little bit more,
0: but I'd like to see her make race, you know, like toy racetracks and you know, cars and I'm big old sure boxing gloves. I, I think
1: she can make, uh, she, uh, she can make, uh, uh hand constructs to, to catch people. She, uh, she did on, I think it was the last episode, uh, make herself really big. True. She, she, she giant manned it up.
0: And giant, giant womaned.
1: Giant womaned it up. Yeah.
0: It was great. Um, I, I enjoyed traveling with, the show you know and seeing yeah. places and in, in in cultures and and i thought this before hearing it on on that other podcast we like to talk about it quite a bit which is fat Man Beyond. um but what they did for like the partition in the 1920s mm-hmm. is what watchmen did for the you know tulsa uh, black wall street i think
1: yes a, uh I make no sure.
0: Not, maybe that's right. I'm, I forget. The the Tulsa attacks of yeah you know, a decade or not decade, uh, a century ago. So my apologies yeah. if I got it wrong. <laughs> Clearly, I need to re re-educate. You got to rewatch it. Yeah, uh, but it was it was fun, fun and and the explanation of I think the one thing that confuses me is mm-hmm. as they're trying to say, oh, you know, and I, I think one point uh someone categorized her as a jinn um which is like an, an ancient uh i mean the the, the word jinn comes back from like the middle east from millennia back right and it wasn't until the very end of the series or season that mm-hmm. we got a, a spoiler no uh, it's in your genetics there's a mutation and everybody who lived through the 90s recognized that little guitar riff that played right after her buddy said that. Did you catch that, Mike? Uh, no, I didn't. Right after, in one of those um, uh, mid credit season, maybe it was right, before yeah, yeah. The, uh, when, when they're having that conversation, he said, Yeah, they're, they're, you have a mutation. And it was. I, I heard him say that. Yeah. And, and, and very, very quickly. It was. Okay. Okay. So, interesting. Uh, a little homage similarly done in uh, Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, a little homage to uh, X-Men 92.
1: Because I was curious of what they were, where they were going with that. And obviously with the, with the music and obviously it's hundred percent, not it's hundred percent confirmed, but it's, it's more likely because in the comic books, she's, I believe an
0: inhuman. I don't know how to bring that that word back.
1: Right. Well, and, okay. And, and obviously, you think to yourself, okay, uh, they're not doing anything with the Inhumans. even Inhumans are done. But obviously, we had Black Bolt in in uh, Multiverse of Madness, so they're not completely done.
0: No. I did you ever watch any of the Inhumans? I watched all of them. Did you really?
1: Yeah, they were on Disney Plus, so I just watched them all. Are, are they still on Disney Plus? Probably.
0: I'm gonna have to go watch that because I've never seen any of the Inhumans.
1: There, I mean, it's okay. I, th- I think if you can make it through Green Lantern, you can make it through
0: Inhumans. You know, time out. Yeah. I think you said that one just to be hurtful. You <laughs> just, you know, just, just,
1: just think like, hey, when you're watching it and you're like, okay, this the plot doesn't really make sense, and why would they cut? Well, why would they do this to this? person just think yourself well at least i'm not watching green lantern and then you just like i'll continue on
0: mike as zoom host i can mute you (laughs) so just be mindful no one listens listens anyway it's fine Uh, um I, i but similarly to green lantern i'm not trying to draw too many parallels but it feels like all of her like they're talking about no no it's it's your genetics and it's your yeah. it's your biology and things like that but none of this manifested until she put on that bangle. So what mm-hmm. happens if she takes the bangle off? I mean does she just go back to being like da I'm 16 years old." Uh, Kamala Khan, I I I the bangle
1: obviously helps. I and I think maybe the the bangle is the way to harness the power. Maybe she 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 has the ability but she if it's not for the bangle then she can't she can't use it
0: I just want to call a lot of BS on that one Mike that one's not fair that's not an actual answer
1: that's the perfect answer like all my answers <laughs> I, are
0: <laughs> oh oh pardon me sir <laughs>
1: uh yeah you know what I was actually kind of shocked at the end credit scene where we see Captain Marvel Marvel come in I was too.
0: I didn't, I was expect not expecting
1: that. that. No. In fact, I, I told myself like, okay, you obviously for Marvel movies, you expect end credit scenes and you, you expect something big to happen. Uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't for the TV shows. I'm like, well, they can't really afford, I mean, Brie Larson probably has a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, salary to, to to get her in there. No, okay. I'm not saying she's a huge star or anything like that, but it's probably pretty good. A good chunk of money, maybe the chunk of money that they don't want to add to the TV budget. But I mean, they they got her, so they had, and I know she's going to be. Well, there, uh, Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel are going to be in the Marvels,
0: as well as Photon.
1: Yes. So they had the the scene where uh ms marvel gets transported somewhere we don't know and then um captain marvel gets transported into her, her bedroom and then just like looking around and seeing essentially a shrine to her herself i was like um i mike, gotta get out of
0: here mike that brings up a good question mm-hmm. if you stepped out of you know if it, it, it felt like she was like <laughs> walking out of the closet or something like that right you know where yeah, where, yeah. That, where that transportation uh took place or uh, uh if you walked into anybody's room mm-hmm. and they just had pictures of you drawings of you all covering the entirety of their walls yeah would you actually want to meet that person <laughs> Uh,
1: no, because I think I I would be like, well, I'm going to disappoint this person for sure. <laughs> like, like I I don't know why why you would have this much stuff up about me, but that's
0: that's too much. I feel like it would be like a misery situation. Kathy Bates mm-hmm, yeah. and and, uh, and and the gentleman we just lost in the last week, the late great James Caan. You know, I was like, ah, it might be a little too hyped up about. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what we're trying to say, folks, is. Please take all the pictures you have of Mike down off of your walls.
1: Yeah. Just keep one up. That's
0: fine. Just one. One and a yeah. little candle. Yes. You're wishing.
1: <laughs> well, of course. Obviously.
0: You're wishing candle and you can wish yes. every night before you go to sleep. Say, I wish I had Mike here. I wish I had Mike here. I and and
1: I-, uh, oh, I will one day appear.
0: Is that? Is that? Hold on. If that's true. I'm going to go get a candle. <laughs> <laughs> one day one day
1: all right mike someday um, you got to get over here i no, i i agree um you know i nothing to do with miss marvel i think we're we we both know we both like it looking forward to seeing more um but one thing i have to talk about is have you heard of or have you listened to michael rosenbaum's new podcast
0: well a rewatching smallville with tom Welling. yes Yes. Talkville. Talkville. I did not know mm-hmm. that was a new name. That is the uh, name. Yeah, I heard about it. I okay. was actually just uh, going through some of my podcasts uh, on my phone earlier today and saw that that first episode is live. The pilot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Oh, you've listened.
1: I've listened to it. Yeah. I've listened to it. Like I said, they they, they talk about the, the, the pilot episode. They're supposed to talk. Well, the, the plan is to talk about every episode. Obviously, you know. So each each episode is each episode of Smallville is going to be a new episode of Talkville.
0: Right. That's a lot of episodes we'll uh, I mean, have. Of-
1: there's a lot of episodes. Um So they could stick with that format. I, I have a feeling, though, they will veer away from it for some reason. And, and they'll still always talk about Smallville. But it, what, I think once they get maybe done with season one, they might go like. Let's get some the good good seasons, or or if like if I don't know if ratings are starting to go down a little bit, let's 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 get some good episodes. Let's talk about our best episodes, you know. That instead, would of be going, instead of going like, well, I, I know was it Justice is a really good episode, but well, we can't talk about that until another ten
0: episodes. Think about this though: you have two integral parts of that show one who was the lead and who was on every episode and the other who was probably on the second most episodes of that show and and two are remarkably enjoyable and entertaining yes. guys oh, and yeah. you have a show that was really kind of the the precursor for the the CW explosion that we've seen yeah. you know in the last decade or so i mean it was i think off the air Before most of these shows, I don't know how much of a gap there was between like Smallville and Arrow, maybe a couple years, but not much. Yeah, but that was even I mean, Smallville came out when we were still in like the dark ages of comic book movies. I mean, we had X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah. And this would have been before Batman begins. So. I think that there's, and nostalgia, as you know, Mike, is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. And what you have with with all these elements and the fact that there's 10 seasons of average 20 to 24 episodes a season. So you have four plus years of content that you don't have to worry about. Oh, that yeah, is, oh, no. that yeah. is some easy content that you know you'll still get sponsors because of the 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 guys hosting it and talking on it and the subject material
1: yeah i'm just saying i think that, i think they, they they'll skip around because a lot of times podcasts like that where it goes okay we're you know example and i don't i don't think you've ever heard of this podcast oh, you may not have heard of it, but you don't think you listen to it uh goosebuds which is um this group of friends that uh they were uh reading uh goosebumps books Mm -hmm. They read goosebumps books and they would and for like they started in order you know but then after a while it's like you know let's let's get to the really popular ones you know so they 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 started they still they still would read um the goosebumps books but it wasn't in order anymore so Mm. that's Either way, I w- whatever way they decide to do it, I'm still going to be listening to it. I'm I'm still going to be curious about what they what they talk about um you know what what happened behind the scenes, you know what they remember from it. There's also a, I don't don't remember what the phone number is, but there's a phone number you can call in. And, and not live I don't think, but they'll, you know, listen to your your call and and answer your questions. couple, couple people did that.
0: Yeah, so that way you can be like long-time listener, first-time caller. Here's my question. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Like just like he used to back in talk radio, man. That's that's what back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever listened to KMOX sports open line, Randy Carriker, Uh, It was on from like six to eight, seven to nine, something like that. PM in the evenings. Randy Carricker is a legend in sports talk radio in St. Louis. And he was on KMOX for decades and in the last several years, he's been on ESPN 101. But he hosted Sports Open Line. And that's what, you know, whether they wanted to talk about the Cardinals or the Rams or the Blues or, or I mean, he, he was, but it was always like, hey, yeah, this is uh, uh, Greg from Belleville and a uh, long time listener, first time caller. And what do you think about uh, that acquisition of Mark McGuire? You know, if you go back 25 years, right. you know, dating myself here. Uh, I don't know. Big bat, But, you know, be interested to see. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hang up and listen. Thanks. Bye. Click. <laughs> and that's how it was. So that that's how I would always frame a question to any show like that.
1: Uh, well, if you ever call into Talkville, first of all, you have to say, this is Greg from Nurse United to get it out there.
0: Yeah, of course. You know. Do you think that would help drive up numbers?
1: Uh, I think people would go, "Oh, Nerds United, that's interesting. Let me try to find that." And then there's probably like 500 nerd d- different channels out there and
0: just so you know, 9 years ago when I started this venture, I searched. I wanted a name that was unique, and at the time there were no other Nerds United out there. Through I Facebook I, I or Google the original doesn't mean I, I just cause I'm the oldest doesn't mean I'm the best or most popular.
1: <laughs> now when I, cause I just did it right now. When I Google nerds United, it comes up. The very oh, first no. one is, is our Facebook. Yes. But th- I don't know if that's because I've looked it up before. Cause there's also a, there's a nerds unite. Um, that brings together it professionals. Uh, I see our Instagram a nerds United show, which, i haven't done anything with you um, had one job mike one job yeah i yeah uh i you know what i and i think we talked about this before with the, the instagram instagram is for pictures and there's not you know it's not but uh, p- pictures were taken. you know
0: pictures so. of my butt
1: sure that's yeah make me an instagram influencer Yes, that's what that's what you need. Speaking of pictures of your butt, we saw a movie recently.
0: We did, and I covered my <laughs> wife's face. I was like, you don't need to see that.
1: <laughs> um, should, let's 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 talk about Thor Love and Thunder now. Let's I, I talk. I've I've seen it twice now. I saw it once with my son uh the Thursday before it came out technically. And then I saw it with some family um uh the Monday I ended up, I ended up getting tickets um with them and saw it there so I, I, I saw I have good good ideas about it um, well you
0: can't hide money can you
1: that's sure yeah <laughs> um you know okay so actually what was funny is the first time I saw it with Nolan we actually technically saw it with with our or food and, and food and drinks technically saw it for five bucks nice because we had the two tickets the two readmit tickets so and and I, technically it was like, like I said it was a five dollar service fee for getting on online but I'm like whatever um and then I think it was for Christmas uh my sister and her family had gotten us um a gift card. So we use that for Oh, well, that I still have money left on it. We Sweet. use that for the um, I think Nolan. I got nachos. Oh, yeah. I got I got nachos and a soda and Nolan got pizza in a soda. Which the nachos are normally really good. But that when I got them that time, not so much. I ate, I ate them all because they're expensive. And I, right. I, I'm going to eat them. <laughs> my money's worth. Uh, but I the, normally like the cheese. I like, have a cheese cup. You know, the, the cheese is warm, you know, and the, the, and the, the not the, the cheese was not warm this time.
0: And yeah, the chips and, were stale.
1: And what it's they were just I don't know if it was stale, but it was like a diff because I remember last time I went, they had a certain style of chips or a certain brand and they switched brands and it was just mm. like eh, it was just off. So that, that didn't
0: really matter too much. See, I'm a classic popcorn guy.
1: I have been getting nachos at the movies since I started since I first worked at the movies when I was like 16 I guess that was like my I think it was my first te- I mean technically working at a video store is my first job but my first like real job was at the movie theater and I'd been getting nachos since I'd been getting nachos since they were 275 nice yeah now they're slightly more expensive well, how much were they really, how much were they 550 no now they're probably I'm probably six something ooh yeah but yeah i mean i i understand why people like popcorn i'm I, I if i get popcorn it has to be completely
0: drenched in butter that's the way it's sticks good you know i made the mistake like I, I so there we are we're down in branson uh i i got the thing of butter or, or the thing of popcorn uh mm-hmm. my wife's over getting uh her fountain drink and i just get a bottle of water because i try i try not to drink a ton of soda <sighs> that's, that's good yeah um I, I, I had a ski earlier today, so I, I don't feel horrible about it, but it was fine. Um, but I, I try to get the regular salt on first, make sure it gets all the way to the bottom, not just get stuck to the butter yeah. on the top. Then I put a, a healthy dose of uh, imitation butter flavoring, whatever it is, yeah, um, and try to shake it up, make sure it gets all the way down. And then I tried the cheddar or the, or the um, no, the butter salt is what it was, I think. Okay. Um, and that came out so fast. That I'm like I, I had a very strong coating in the top and right. I was like oh, you know, you know it works surprisingly
1: well with butter. So, and if you you probably you can't do it at the movie theater unless you bring this along with you. But if you ever get have popcorn at home, try this. Um, you know the ranch powder packets, mm-hmm. sprinkle that on, sprinkle it on, shake it up. Trust okay. me, trust me, it's good.
0: How white are you, Mike?
1: Super white. <laughs> the whitest of the whites.
0: Well, let's talk about someone that's not white, and that's Chris Hemsworth. Yes. My gosh, he was bronzed. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, let's let's kind of get into it without, you know, getting into, I guess, I mean, we're look, if we spoil it, we apologize at this point. Expect spoilers. We're not going to yeah. necessarily hold back, but we're not going to go out of our way to be assholes either. Um it was different. Like they just they they took what what was different and successful, and what they got the positive feedback from Thor Ragnarok, which was, oh gosh, those first two were kind of depressing, and then and, uh, and and you know didn't make sense, and so they made Ragnarok a little lighter and a little uh you know more comedic, and then Love and Thunder, it's like all comedy.
1: I was gonna say they heavily leaned into the comedy. Oh. It was. I would like, I, I would call um, Thor Ragnarok action comedy, and I would almost call Thor Love and Thunder just comedy. I mean, obviously, they had action in there, Wait. but yeah, it was more, a lot more comedy than anything.
0: Which is tough because at the center of the story, you have someone dying of cancer. Yeah. And so it was just, I, I look. As with all Marvel movies, with the exception of the Eternals, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I yeah. saw it, you know, um, but I felt like it kind of struggled to find itself tonally. Um, and, and, you know, you have the gore of the God butcher and you mm-hmm. have someone dying of cancer and you have kidnapped children and they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna make jokes about it all the way through. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. So a lot of the stuff that should hit you doesn't because it's played off in a, a comedic way. Even, I mean, um, like you said, the the, the children getting taken, and it's like, well, <laughs> somebody uh, somebody brought this up in another podcast I was listening to, not Fat Man Beyond, uh, Weekly Planet, that. Oh, oh wait, no, sorry, maybe it was in pitch meeting. I, can't I watched
0: the pitch meeting today.
1: Okay, maybe that maybe I can't remember where I get this my information from. But they were talking <laughs> about okay, so um uh Gore the god butcher thinks that all gods must die because all gods are selfish and only think about themselves, and that's it. However, he's also going to kidnap kids because he knows that one of the gods is going to go after them, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> and if, if he, he was selfish, he why would he be? Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, and, then um, and this this was talked about in the Weekly Planet, but I I didn't even think about it the the cho- twice when I when I saw it, but it's true. Do, okay, be, so you have the God in the beginning who was who was an asshole, right? right? You have Zeus and all the gods there that were bragging about you know how many human souls have been sacrificed for them, and just have a, a wanting to have an orgy, right? So besides the main cast, right, besides uh, Jane Foster and, uh, you know, besides Mighty Thor and Thor, did you ever see any gods that were good? I know Thor mentions, Thor mentions whatever god it was. He's like, he was a great person, but you don't, you don't see it. There's, there's no, it's almost like, oh yeah, Gore was kind of right, except for, except for Thor and Mighty Thor. Um, yeah, all the other gods are kind of assholes,
0: and also kind of crazy. You know, how that, you don't... we had just been in a world just a few months ago where we had Egyptian gods, you know, and yeah. we didn't see any of them in mm-hmm. omnipotent city, right? Like, come on, no. guys, they're right there, yeah.
1: By the way, I do have to say, even if I like, I sound critical about this movie, I still very much liked the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I, this is probably my second favorite Thor movie. I know I don't, I don't think it's your second favorite, but I, like, I, I'm Ragnarok's top for me, and then, and then, then uh, Love and Thunder, and then First Thor, and then Thor: Dark World. I
0: still, I still struggle with ranking the Thor movies because ragnarok and just good old-fashioned thor are so mm-hmm. different you know yeah and and there's a lot that's really really good about thor Yeah, and there's absolutely. a lot that's you know there there's there are things that you can be like eh. uh about both of them you know there's aspects that don't make sense. there are aspects, that, said, there are, there are, aspects there are choices that were made in the original thor like little things like dying chris hemsworth eyebrows you know yes <laughs> she, Things yeah. like that that they clearly moved away from, uh, you know, by the time he got to the Avengers, um, but there are elements of that. And the thing about this too, this is the first Thor movie without Loki or yeah. or, or Odin. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we had the the actor versions. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had Matt Damon, mm-hmm. uh, and and, uh, and that was fine, and and they gave him a little bit more to do, uh, which can't be cheap, you know no you know, <laughs> unless he it's, just says like oh this would be unless he's doing it for the oh this would be fun this would be a way to get into the mcu but not be you know like one of the tent pole you know low bears type of thing you know yeah, yeah maybe he gets half a percent of the gross who knows God, that'd be so crazy if that, if that was the case that'd still be a lot of money yeah exactly
1: that's what i'm saying that's yeah that'd be that'd be insane um I was, coming what I was going to say you had mentioned something and I was like, oh yeah, that's reminds me of something else. And now I can't. Remember. No Loki. No. Yeah. They're no Loki. Um, yeah. I don't know. No Loki. No Odin. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I'll come back to me eventually. Uh, let's talk about Jane Foster. Okay. I was curious if they were going to do the Jane Foster cancer Sorry, we knew that she was gonna be be Thor. We we're curious if she they were gonna do the Cancer Angle or if it was gonna be something completely different. They did do the Cancer Angle, which is what happens in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, mighty Thor. I almost wish that we would have seen her transformation a little bit more, or maybe I, I don't I don't know because I, I know it was it was not spoiled, it was told to us even at you know, comic-con when it was first announced that she was going to be uh mighty Thor. Right. And so, so that you, you're never going to be surprised by it. So yeah, and you saw it in, in the previews, but it almost seems, it seems like there was a scene missing or it was it maybe because I knew it was going to happen. It wasn't, I wasn't as surprised because you see uh, Mjolnir piece, the pieces of Mjolnir uh, in Asgard, which is now like a tourist place, which by the way, I, I was also thinking, like, where? How did they get those? Like, did some did Thor? Like, whenever he was done with r- the Ragnarok adventure, did he go back um, and pick up all the pieces?
0: So, if you recall, um, that is kind of the hillside, the mountaintop where uh, Hela met Thor and Loki, and is Odin's that like, where it was at? Okay. Yeah, and Odin's like. Uh, Asgard's just a just a place, right? Asgard right. is the people, you know, that type of thing. I didn't
1: I didn't realize that <laughs> that was the same place. The so, the, the,
0: odd, the oddity. You're right. The oddity is yeah. at one point those shards would have been left on the ground, right? And now <laughs> they're on a pedestal. And yeah. yeah, did Thor come back to you? Move the, or or something you don't think about? Can you elevate the ground around the pieces? without you know without picking up the so if because it was it was on a platform did they just cut the sod around you know and be like okay we're gonna all right everybody get the loader okay we got this and we're gonna slide this pedestal in and we're done
1: I like I like to picture Thor going back up and picking up each piece (laughs) and but like like, how you have to like pick up your kids toys or something like that that you're picking up Legos that's what he asked because he's the only one that can do it nobody else there was was worthy at the time True. But we we see you know the the pieces shaking a little bit, and you see Jane Foster standing there, and a little bit of lightning, and then you don't. Know, I wanted to see like you know the pieces come together and her because I'm like okay because there's people around or were people just accepting of like okay well I guess you know she's that it's, she's the new throw. There was no surprise for it.
0: Yeah, and and you're right. There would have been. It, I wonder if they had to film. Natalie Portman in like two different times, but like three yeah. months apart. Cause I think I, I read some where she said it's, you know, the most intense she's ever had to, you know, prepare for physically for a role. And she was in black Swan, if that tells you anything. Um yes. But, you know, do they do the, the sick stuff first when she's a little more, you know, feeble and, and smaller. And then she does the bulk up period. And then she goes and does the, the mighty Thor stuff. Um, I would have liked to have seen that first time, no different than, you know, the first time that Prince Adam holds up the sword of power, you know, yeah. you get that initial transformation. I, I would have liked to have seen that similarly. However, for the storytelling, when we all knew exactly who it was and, yeah. and, and it, it needed to be, it didn't necessarily need to be a surprise for the audience because the audience already knew, but it needed to be mm-hmm. a surprise for Thor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, he was kind of shocked, you know. Yeah. He noticed Milner was around, and then all of a sudden, somebody looks like him, and she does the thing that she can do, I guess, which is make her helmet disappear. I don't know; if that's a Thor power, but sure, it works. Um, yeah, there, I, there, you know, but,
0: there was, there was a lot of there were a lot of elements of like, oh, I could do that too, you know, and right. like, tried, tried to one upsmanship, and then there were the, 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 the comedic. Um, the uh, relationship between Thor and Stormbreaker, you know, it's just yeah. like, uh, you
1: know, well, they, and they're, uh, I was, like I said, we I was talking about it, and they, they mentioned like, wait, is is Stormbreaker sentient now? Right. Is not, um, like it didn't really make sense. I think it's it's funny, you know, when you see Stormbreaker, you know, coming around, you know, the the corner at the, to, you know, like a, you know, a judgings, you know, girlfriend
0: or wife or whatever at times and this just came to me so it's not something i thought at the time but at times this felt like if seth MacFarlane made a marvel movie because there's just a lot mm-hmm. of like really maybe unnecessary visual gags like think about like yeah. peter griffin every time he has a, a hurt knee he's like ah. oh yeah, and yeah that yeah, goes yeah, on yeah. you know for 30 seconds and so there yeah. was a lot of that i mean they the movie didn't feel long. It wasn't that long. I don't think, but you could have cut a lot of stuff out to, to, you know, to trim it up a little bit. You could, have, and and the movie would have flown, just flowed along just fine.
1: See, I would have almost liked it a little bit longer to see more of, um, you know, actually seeing Gore, the God butcher actually butcher gods. Yeah. You know, actually fight gods, but real quick with the the stormbreaker thing. One thing that I it was just I was watching the video like right before we started here, and it brought up a, a good point, which is this is Korg's retelling of the story. So that might be why you know it might not be a hundred percent accurate. that, yeah, that you know, maybe Korg remembers um I don't know by the way, it also doesn't make sense because the first some of the Korg wasn't there but maybe it's, you know, <laughs> Thor tells Korg what happened and the Korg, you know, is telling everybody
0: else. Hearsay so, is that, uh, inadmissible in court, right? Yeah, inadmissible.
1: Yeah, right.
0: But you're right. And and, and oh. with, with the, I guess, belovedness of Korg from uh, both uh, Thor Ragnarok and uh, Avengers Endgame, Taika Waititi's like, hey, I'm a funny guy. I'm going to. Do more of that.
1: Which he didn't realize that. Yeah. Because a lot of people when Ragnarok comes out, love Cork, Right. That's a lot of talk about Cork. However, he was only in it for a little bit. And that's why we liked him. Mm hmm. It was short. And I, I could understand why someone would think like, dude, everybody's talking about Korg. So, OK, we want more Cork. I get it. Well, I'll give you more Cork, But we didn't want him in the whole movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We didn't it, sure. it's um, and forgive me. I can't remember his name. Uh, Michael Pena, the actor. I can't remember the the character name uh, from Ant-Man where he's like, right. It, right. It's it's, it's it's who do you want telling the story? Uh, if yeah. you had to pick between Korg or, or Michael Pena's character, like I still think I want Michael Pena's character because his stuff's at least pretty concise. You know? Yes. Korg gets true. off. Korg gets off in these little random, weird alien tangents. Um now let's talk real quick about Christian Bale. We only have a few minutes left. Um did you like Christian Bale's uh portrayal uh or performance as Gore the God Butcher?
1: I mean his his performance is crazy. I don't know how um Gore is in the comic books, but if, I, it, it, if Christian Bale did something with it, you know? It's I don't know if I was really as as I was a little bit sympathetic with him, but it was, I don't know it was just, it was, it was the Joker almost
0: in the uh, pantheon of Marvel villains. Where do you rank Gore the God butcher? Probably lower. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to list them all, but mm. I, all right. Do you, do you, like him higher rate him higher or lower than like Obadiah state.
1: Um, well, as far as likability goes,
0: well, I mean, just as a
1: villain, um, I would probably put, I would probably put Obadiah higher.
0: See, I, I think one of the things that, and, and this is not, you know, just me, but compelling villains, I think has been Marvel's, you know, Achilles heel, so to speak. Uh, you know they got Killmonger. You know they they got villain villains with a person instead of villains who, you know, and I guess Killmonger doesn't fit this mold necessarily, but you know, like the villains who are just the the negatives of the hero. You know, like yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, you know, or you know, Gore it, it had nothing to do with Thor. No, you know, like they they in in different scenario they would have never met. It's not, you know, like uh, uh, Obadiah and Tony Stark or, um, you know, Winter Soldier and Captain America type of thing. They, I don't, and we talked about this briefly on Wednesday, they built him up initially as a sympathetic villain, and then they had gave him a redemptive finish, but uh, there are some parts in that in his performance, you know, like when he's in the cage with the kids and it comes out of the shadows that, you know, he's pretty gripping. Pretty um, scary, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, and we're not going to solve this dilemma tonight, but I don't know. I, I didn't, I, I liked the character a lot uh, from, from the standpoint of like, Oh, he's a, I, it's like you. I would have liked to have seen more, more of the butchering being done. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but that's, uh, that's beyond our, uh, realm of possibility. And Mike, we're, we're, we're coming up at it. We're right at, uh, right at the time. Yeah. So before we get cut off, uh, I want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in next week. Thanks to Mike for hanging out with me, Mike, the co-host of the year. I'm Greg Mahachko. This is Nerd United, where we remind you each and every week to be kind